Welcome to Sing Devil Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. How has your week been? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a week. It's been a week. That's a good week. I have nothing exciting to report. Neither do I. I mean, we have a guy out of town for our vacation for a couple of weeks. So do I. And I am the master of all things at work, so I back up everybody. Yeah, I've been writing a lot of extra stories this week because my coworker is in Asia. So, are they like extra stories or like extra stories? <laughs> Depends on how important they are. Okay. Well, it's more like she would have probably covered this one because she's covered this company before, whereas mm-hmm. I had to do it instead. Okay. And it was very complicated. And it gets weird when she starts ranting on about not getting enough Spider-Man photos. Yeah. Well, right now I'm like, send me pictures of Black Cat because I really want to make her costume from the Spider-Man game and there's like no reference pictures yet. Really? But probably by this time next week there will be because the DLC is coming out and she is the main character of in the, the DLC. DLC. So they'll probably have, I'll probably finally have some reference photos. I see. Because I don't really like her furry boob look. <laughs> Not into it. I mean, mm-hmm. like her boobs aren't furry, right. but she's got a bodysuit with like fur trim around her boobs, and I'm just like not into yeah, that. She's got furry boobs. I got you. <laughs> but her PS4 Spider-Man outfit is dope. Okay. So it's like a bodysuit with all this like white trim on it, and it looks mm-hmm. like she's ready for combat. She's got like armor on. She's got furry boobs, and she's getting trim. Yeah. Yep. You heard nothing that I said. I heard it all. <laughs> But I make bad comments because. Uh huh. Oh, we had a fun weekend. Did we? Yeah. We went to Ace Comic Con. Oh, we did. We went to Ace Comic Con. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brad was my human vanity, Mm -hmm. which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. He also. Apparently, I have the perfect height. (laughs) You did. Whilst wearing her (laughs) backpack. (laughs) Just open it up and do my makeup. (laughs) Just call me Swiss Army Brad. (laughs) And you also fed me from my slurper. Mm-hmm. You gave me sustenance of cream soda. I bought you a cool cup. You did. Thank you. A cool metal straw. Yeah. It's my new drink cup for party time. An okay dinner. Eh, Lunch. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't great. Jimmy Buffett, you can do so much better. His, his uh, Mai Tai was good. Or his martini. What oh, I was have? it? I didn't have a drink. I didn't have either of those things. But I did have a margarita. Thank you. His margarita was good. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. I met Elizabeth Olsen. I I was in the right letter of the alphabet. You were. So that's that's like that's like negative four points. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I got to meet Elizabeth Olsen. She told me I looked awesome. She's Wanda from Avengers. In case you had no idea who that is, she's a comedian, right? Want to say? No. <laughs> um, she was adorable, and we took a photo together, and it was fun. And then I also saw Chris Evans in real life, and that was magical. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was kind of far away, but I still looked he at him. He was far away, and he gave no him. answers, and all his answers <laughs> were bad. And I'm sorry, <clears throat> I just have to say this: 
if he just said golly gee once, <laughs> Chris Evans is Captain America. I'm just he, he is for sure. He is just I mean the he's, only he's thing, just a good old boy. The only thing he said of potential value is that his last shot was like his last scene ever that he filmed was him talking to Paul Rudd, who was not even there, <laughs> in some unmemorable line. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right, because it was refilmed, reshoots. Re- reshoots. But like, I keep seeing all these people making these pictures, like of him, like hugging Tony, like this is Chris's last day on set. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> Don't romanticize this no. shit, guys. That's not how movies work. His last day <laughs> was re-saying a line that they needed said better. And just to an invisible Paul Rudd, <laughs> and it was a line that just wasn't good enough to be memorable. Yeah, great. <laughs> and who knows where in the movie that yeah, happens because they don't shoot movies in chronological order. They ever. sure don't. That's why actors have no idea what a movie's going to be like until they see it, especially these movies because nobody gets the scripts or anything <laughs> until the moment they walk on set. Right, and if I mean if you're talking to uh, the Hulk. You're just talking to your man in a bodysuit that has a bunch of white balls on it, so it's not as cool. They don't do the balls anymore. That has a bunch of white dots on there it. There you go. Whatever. The mocap suit. The mocap suit. <laughs> One of my favorite cosplays I saw at Dragon Con was a guy who was wearing, who was like Tony Stark, but he was just wearing like a mocap suit. What? For the Iron the Man. man. <laughs> CGI. I was like, that's nice. very good. That's, that is very good. Um, but yeah, the con was fun. I got to hang out with a bunch of cool Marvel cosplayers, and that was fun. And you took a couple cute pictures of me on the pier, and that was nice. Thank you. The subject matter was cute, so it was pretty easy. Aw, thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> also, someone came up to me, and they were like, I follow you on Instagram. And I was like, whoa. Yep. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one person that <laughs> saw me and said I was famous. Yep. <laughs> it's harder to know my fame. You have to hear my voice. Yeah. And I have to be talking into a microphone all sultry <laughs> and deep sounding. Yeah. Hi. I'm the co-host, Bradford Barth. Because that's how you talk normally in real life. No, not at all. Every day. <laughs> Hi. Oh. Thank you for calling my company of business. This is Brad. How may I help you? (laughs) So. Did you need extra ammo? I do not work at a gun shop. I can't help you. (laughs) Are you done? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Did you figure out where you're going to be for Halloween? Nope. Not an idea at all. All right. You should just be Luke again. That was good. Yeah. Luke Danes. I got yelled at. Why? Remember, I was Luke Danes, and uh, somebody said you stole my thunder for being just, uh, what would he say? He was going for background extra normal Asian dude, and was wearing like almost the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I don't even I know. I have no idea. I have no memory. Name all your Asian friends. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I've met him I a don't bunch remember. of times. I can't remember his name. Ken? Maybe it was, it was probably Ken, yeah. But I think he had a blue baseball cap. He was wearing a plaid uh, flannel. <laughs> he was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I mean, it was just... 
uncanny. That's funny. I said, you came as Luke too? He's like, no, I came as, you know, random, you broke your thing. I came as random, um, you know, extra Asian dude, because apparently <laughs> he had been trying to do a lot of extra stuff, extra acting oh, lately. Oh, Ron. Ron, there you go. Yes, that is Ron's uniform. So, but then I changed. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Like, I can't remember all the people that come to my Halloween party. It's a hopping event, Brad. It's hopping. Always something. I feel like it's going to be pretty small this year, though. So that's it happens every year. It happens. <laughs> I'm going to be a bunny <laughs> this year, so it'll really be hopping. Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. I might just wear a full out vault suit. I haven't decided yet. A Playboy bunny? No, Black Widow bunny. Okay. Someone told me that I should make carrot stingers and i was like that's really funny (laughs) so i have i still have like bullets left from my bullet belt that i got for my other stinger so i might just paint them orange and put little green frills on the end maybe not i might not do the green frills but i think that that would be funny and then just walk around and be like i'm gonna kill you doc (laughs) because you're a rabbit and Uh looks funny i feel like i'm more like lola let's be real well i don't remember what lola said She's just a hot bunny. If right. you're into that, I guess. <laughs> Some people are. <laughs> Not judging. Oh, I kind of want to cosplay Lola from Space Jam. That would be fun. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to do that when I was really little. I wanted to dress up like Lola for Halloween. It did yeah. not happen, though. No, never happened. Those body suits are hard. When I want to do that. Fur. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a furry. Why no not? offense to furries. There was a furry at the uh, Ace Comic Con as well. There was. There's furries at all cons. I just saw the one furry. You posted those pictures of great costume ideas. I really enjoyed the one of the person that was just the Infinity Gauntlet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was funny. So their soul stone was their face. Yes. That was great. Because their it would face have been, has no, a No, it was the Mind Stone. Oh, is that the Mind Stone? Because the Mind Stone goes oh, in the middle. and their head. Because that was the last one that he put in. So their face was the Mind yeah. Stone, and their head is yeah. their Mind Stone. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. There's many levels Speaking to that Speaking of the stones, I just listened to our Mulholland Drive podcast, mm-hmm. and I have to correct myself. Okay. Because I called the Tesseract the Time Stone. Yeah, you're wrong. And it is the Space Stone. Right. My bad. Way to go. But I, f- I get confused because it's blue, and they like teleport so to me that's like time in some weird way <laughs> the time stone is the green one around dr strange's neck i know <laughs> i know that <laughs> you know what if the actors can't even remember what they all are i feel like i could get a pass chris evans said he'd pick the time stone because that's the only one he could remember exactly <laughs> i feel like they asked elizabeth olsen one time like what or maybe it was scarlet i don't remember uh to name all excuse you to name all the infinity sounds and they're just like they go red blue (laughs) green (laughs) white yellow Uh (laughs) and the colors of the rainbow okay let's get into the (laughs) our subject matter before i just start talking about marvel okay uh that was a crafty way to get past this opening banter <laughs> um, continuing our spoopy theme, we're doing the craft. 
which is a spoopy witch movie that I hold dear to my heart. About beer making. Yep, it's about craft beer. Craft beers. Just hipsters making beer. (laughs) I was obsessed with this movie when it came out. Maybe not when it came out. I remember. I watched it sometime in grade school, and it was like a formative of my, for the next like four years of my life. I own this movie now. You do. Thank you. You're welcome. It was on Netflix. I own it too, but I own it on VHS, which is how old I am. (laughs) You're as old as VHS? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What's VHS? Exactly. Okay. And then my mom took me to like the witchy stores, like the New Age store in St. Louis, Mm -hmm. and we would get candles and incense. Excuse you. Sookie's being vocal. She is. She didn't get her usual hybrid pets. So she's talking in my direction. She's just, maybe she just wants to talk about witches. Well, she is a cat. She's a little familiar. (laughs) Cats know witches. Mm -hmm. And she bought me all like the witch books and stuff. My mom was very into it too. So, and also it has a great soundtrack. So I listen to it all the time. Did you call the four corners? I didn't because I didn't have a coven. Oh, okay. Did you ask? Holy cow. What did you do? Okay, you didn't do anything. Did she do something? No. She's just walking across this your computer, being really helpful. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to tell people in the world? No, nothing. She just wants to do it her way. Mm-hmm. I want it that way. So we're doing the craft. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. Refocus. Yes. Um, there were cat moments. Witches and stuff. The end. Fun fact time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this movie. I've seen it a zillion times. Exactly. Last night was the zillionth. Or maybe it was Tuesday. When you watched it? When I watched it, it was the zillionth time. Okay. All right. I'm in my place. Let's go. Are you? I'm ready. It's just a cat on a cat tree doing cat tree things. I'm so distracted. I'm just protecting the computer at this moment. Okay. I thought you were like getting ready to do something and I was like, am I waiting for something? No. Okay. Menno, take me. (laughs) (laughs) Hail to the guardians. (laughs) Okay. Oh my god, let's talk about it. <sighs> okay, so we open with some witch shit happening. <clears throat> I wrote, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause it's a good opening. They're just like chanting over their witchy stuff. I'm yep. just gonna everything's gonna just be witchy. That's my that's, Which are candles. That's and the word. A pentagram pentacle. And... Yeah, candle incense. Uh, what's what's the herb you burn to cleanse? Uh, sage. Sage. Um, they're chanting. Blah, 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 blah. Just and like that. Nancy, <laughs> and then Fruza Balk, who plays Nancy, kind of breaks the fourth wall at the end and says, "Ours is the power." Yes. And then we break into the Our Lady Peace song. Tomorrow never knows. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Song has no lyrics. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then we are in the sky, flying. I'm flying. Like, <laughs> like on a broom. On a broom. We're flying on a broom. No, we're not. With a sookie on the bristles. Yeah. That's what I do every night. Don't tell everyone my secrets. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> Once it hits 1 a.m., we go flying. Uh-huh. Sarah? What kind of broom? Like a vacuum-style broom, a sweeper, like in Hocus Pocus, or... Well, she just flew a vacuum. I don't know. I don't have any hocus pocus knowledge. Really? Yeah. The one which flies a I've only seen a like vacuum once, cleaner, so. which is funny. I'm sorry, I don't. It's o- it's okay. It's not one of my things. So it's okay. I know everyone loves it, but it's not one of my things that I watch every year. So it's all right. Okay. To the I'm, craft. To the craft. Yeah, I you know just my broom that's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Regular sleeping broom. Right. Uh. <laughs> So Sarah, who's played by Robin Tunney. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> I, again, I blanked at the last second. <laughs> uh, is flying to her new home in California somewhere. It's very rainy. And they're in a cab now. And they're, she sees a snake on the side of the road as they drive to their new home. They have a really big, cool mansion-y type house mm-hmm. sarah's kind of unpacking she puts a photo of a woman on her nightstand this was very helpful last time so i'm gonna do this again and it was black and white it was black and white um and then she goes downstairs and her new friend comes over <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a snake. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just some random homeless guy wanders into her house and he says, Found this out back, you wanna? <laughs> and then she's freaking out. He's like, Settle down. Relax. What's the matter with you? Relax. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Relax. Her dad comes down and chases the guy out, and then the dad stabs the snake with a fireplace poker. Mm-hmm. Ouchie. Says Poor the snake. gardener snake. Yeah. There's a lot of snake hate in this movie. I know. Poor snake. Not cool. They just want. They just like you. They want to hug you because you're warm. Yeah, and then squeeze your neck a little bit if you're a python. Well, they have to be bigger to really do any harm. Yeah. The ones in this movie, there was a, an assortment, but. I took a nap on the couch once with a baby snake I had, and it was small enough to fit in the palm of my hand, and I fell asleep just holding the snake up like. <laughs> Like this, and we took a nap together. That's cute. It slept in my hand, and I slept on the couch. That's so weird, but mm. cute. Isn't it? <laughs> I spoon Sookie, and we take naps together. Sookie's not a snake. No, she's not. She doesn't need your warmth. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, she does. <laughs> she's been a cold baby since it got colder outside. Yeah. She's burrowing under my blankets and glued to my body. Okay. Maybe she does need your warmth. She's also a baby in general. She needs a lot of attention and a lot of everything. Anyway, Sarah's dad drops her off at her new Catholic school, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't have a uniform. I feel like this is also why I related to this movie, because I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through 12th grade. Yeah. And as did I was not religious. So seeking out this other thing was very nice. I went to Catholic school since I was. Yeah. Knee high to a grasshopper through 12th grade. That's senior year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 12th grade. Fun. I'm not used to using grades for high school. 
Yeah. K through 12. But let me just say, I feel like they get to take a lot of liberties with their uniform, especially later on in this movie. Because their skirts weren't only one inch above their knee and their hair wasn't whatever. Their hair less than that. They like change. They have like cool goth shirts on later Mm -hmm. on. And like they're wearing so much jewelry. Like the only thing I could wear. I wore my pentacle necklace every day. Right. Because I was so cool. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that we could like alter about our outfit was our socks. So besides roll, which we, and then we rolled our skirts because that's what you do. And then you get a demerit for having your skirt too short. Right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but the only thing we do is our socks. So I would wear like striped, like purple and black knee socks every day. Okay. Because that was my like. What were your uniform colors out of curiosity? Not, did not match that. Okay. This <laughs> green, one. green, gold, and white. <laughs> but I was like, fuck the men. <laughs> you were a mess. So I wore like, yeah, purple and black or red and black socks. Anything that I could be like kind of gothy a mm-hmm. little bit. And then I always had like a choker or like a some sort of witchy necklace on. Right. And all my witchy rings. Nice. Because that was all I could. And I think I had streaks in my hair of some sort. Black and red. I don't know. I died. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's all I could get away with. Otherwise, <laughs> had to. Just. Green polo, plaid, or, or yeah, green, gold, white plaid skirt. Yeah. That's, you know, I think like all the skirts were green. Yeah. Our colors were kind of similar to theirs. They had a, ni- they had a nice blue in theirs, but ours were more green. I'm trying to think. In grade school, I think we were gold and brown. Ugh. Yeah. High school didn't matter. It was an all boys school. We had to wear a dress shirt, tie, slacks. Hair had to be cut above your collar. Because all boys. Uh huh. You had to be cleanly shaven. Weird. And what did they. You said you went to 12th grade? Mm hmm. What did they call detention in high school for you? I don't know. I never got detention because I was a good kid. Uh, Minus my skirt demerits. I got suspended once. De- for skipping church. Uh-oh. <laughs> Our detention was called Jug. Jug? That's weird. Like Justice under God. Whoa. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah. I, yeah. I and was Father in- Piper was the guy that did detention, and everybody called him Skeletor because he was old and <laughs> looked like Skeletor. Ooh, weird. <laughs> yeah, we just had demerits and then detention, and then, yeah, I got in-school suspension once. Because we were on a retreat, uh-huh. and it was a beautiful day, and I didn't want to go in the musty old church. Right. And me and a few friends decided to stay out in the sun and just, like, hang out, and then someone told on us, so we got detention, or we got suspended. In-school suspension. In-school suspension. Which means you have to go to school? Yep. It's not- and sit in a room alone all day. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was sitting across from the guy that I was, like dating as 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 well as you can date someone when you're like 15 mm-hmm. um and so it was like kind of fun because we were like flirting with each other cro- like across our solo rooms and like making signs at each other so i learned nothing you're a rebel <laughs> i was such a little rebel that was my only really rebellious thing i did occasionally hide out in the bathroom and not go to church when we had mass at school because i mean when you have to go to church like freaking two to three times a week you just really don't want to do it sometimes. We didn't have that much church. I must have been lucky. So much church. Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday. Jesus Christ. Yep. That's, exactly. That's, that's what they talk about. That's, that was the point. That's the subject matter. 
<laughs> you learned something. I did. <laughs> Way to go. Good job, me. Okay. Off track into Catholic school land. Mm-hmm. So Sarah doesn't have a uniform, which I'm surprised they're even allowing her to come in. Demerits you know, all over the place. Transfer student. Yeah, I guess. Um, everyone's kind of staring at her, and then we see the three witch chicks from the movie, or from the beginning of the movie, um, walking down the hallway, which is Nancy is Fruza Balk, Bonnie is Nev Campbell. Which was on her right. And then Rochelle, oh my god, don't know what her name is. I can't remember her last name I can't name remember either. what her real name is. Is on her left. Yes, on your left. Okay, sorry. Random Marvel. It just is there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Skeet Ulrich, who plays FP on Riverdale, and he's really hot now. I don't think he's hot in this movie. I think I've discussed that before. Yep. Anyway, he's really hot on Riverdale, though. Oh, man. And Brecken Meyer, who's a baby, he says, scary bitch alert when they walk by. And then Nancy just kind of stares them down, yep. glares at them, mm-hmm. and then sticks her tongue out. Mm-hmm. She's being a little rascal. Mm-hmm. Bonnie has a witch almanac and says that the day will bring them something, and she hopes it will be the fourth person so they can call all the corners yep. for their coven, north, south, east, and west. Um, Nancy just kind of hangs her, she just kind of plays on the noose in her locker. <laughs> yes. And just like, oh, if something's coming, maybe it's my period, basically. Uh-huh. And then she jokes that maybe the uh, security guard will be there for will be there for it. Yeah. Um, then we go to French class with Bonnie, Skeet, and Breckenmeyer. Sarah is in the back. Uh, Brecken is really bad at French, but mm-hmm. so Sarah kind of makes fun of him in French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the teacher is very impressed. And then Sarah starts, <laughs> are you getting excited for your part? I am. <laughs> I forgot it was coming and I saw my note to myself. <laughs> um... Sarah is kind of like making her pencil float and like kind of spin around as it grinds into her desk and Bonnie is watching her. (laughs) (laughs) And then she makes that little gasp noise. Do you want to do it again? (laughs) And then Sarah hears her and then the pencil falls. The pencil falls, falls, yep. (laughs) Nev Campbell's one... Donation to all acting uh-huh. is her double intake breath. <laughs> it's just, that's just, she does it in Scream. Yeah. She does it in everything I've ever seen. She does seen it in this like three times. Yep. Three really distinct ones. But that one's the most distinct one. Yes. That's your favorite. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> it's, it's the Nev Campbell acting school. She's got a. Then they're in science class, and Sarah asks if she can join uh, Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle's lab group, but Nancy just kind of stares her down and is like, nope, bye, yep. bitch. Mm-hmm. And then Bonnie's like, no, you can, you can work with us, but it's too late. Yeah, and also very quiet. Bonnie's very... She's very meek. Yeah, she's very in, like shy, maybe even... She has a lot She's of self-confidence outgoing. issues. Yes, which, which we we'll find, find out, out later yeah. why she does. So she's kind of like hiding in her clothes, hiding under her hair, just very quiet in general. Yep. Um, is doing like an endless curl with a book where she's 
holding her hands over the top of the book and she's got the book in her forearms, you know, so she's really closing herself off to the outside world. Yeah, exactly. While at lunch, Skeet goes to talk to Sarah. He apologizes for his friends in French class. He says, sorry about those guys, they're assholes. And she says, well, you are who you hang with. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Uh, what? He's like, wait, did you just call me an asshole? (laughs) (laughs) And she says, sorry, you know, people have been really rude. And then she indicates the witch girls behind behind them. Which are staring her down now. Right. And Skeet is like, oh, shit, it's the bitches of Eastwick and tells her to stay away from them. But that kind of intrigues her more. Yeah, of course. He says his reasons are great. He says, stay away from them because Nancy is a major slut. Cool. Mm-hmm. Bonnie has burns all over her body. Mm-hmm. And has nothing to say about Rochelle. Of course <laughs> but, not. Because Rochelle's nice. Yeah. But like, those are dumb reasons to make people stay, to tell her to stay away from them. Anyway. Well, when you're as shallow as he is. It's true. But he, then he says, yeah, they're witches. So you should stay away from them. He asks her what she's doing after school. And she's like, nothing, I guess. And he's like, I'm busy. <laughs> he's such an asshole. He's playing hard to get, Stephanie. He's No, he's just being a piece of shit. And playing hard to get. Well, that too. But he's being a piece of shit. Yes. Playing hard to get. So he invites her to come watch his football practice. Really? Golly gee, can I? Sounds terrible. <laughs> she says, like, that is so tempting. <laughs> And then he gets up and walks away, and then we have the song that starts. The I am the sun. I oh, am yeah. The air. And then we meet Prue, Piper, and Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't remember the cousin's name, though, but I know it begins with a P. <laughs> oh, I almost had it. Prue, Piper, Phoebe. <laughs> Petunia. But. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope. <laughs> Polly. Peggy. Nope. And Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to look it up or I'm going to go insane. In the membrane. Insane in the brain. No, that's the new one. I don't care about the new one. Is that the song from the new one? No. Oh, you're t- oh the new charm. Page. Page. There we go. Goodness gracious. Okay. <sighs> Someone was screaming it at us. Yep. Sorry, everybody. It's okay, Nick. We we always get there. I don't think Nick would know that one. You don't. <laughs> Missy would know that one. She's I want the to one know probably when screaming. He texts you, uh, Missy. Okay. Missy, what? Missy you tell me who texts you first. Missy rewatched Charmed really recently, I think, or maybe not super recently, but more recent than I have seen it, <laughs> which was a very long time ago. Okay. Anyway, she still goes to go watch his football practice. Yep. Um. He doesn't look very good. No. <laughs> And then Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle approach her, and they apologize for being mean earlier. Well, Rochelle apologizes for Nancy. Yes. And they invite her to hang out, and then they warn her to stay away from Skeet because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, she had already drived this earlier because you are what you hang out with. Exactly. She should have she known better. Mm-hmm. Not that it's her fault, but... Right. When a boy wants to give you attention and you're the new girl, it's probably flattering. And when he's dismissive of your attention, not, not cool, yo. Assholes. Um, we also learned that Sarah tried to kill herself at one point in her life by slitting her wrists. And she did it the right way. Yeah, whatever that means. 
You got to drive down the street, not across I it, know. Stephanie. I know. Do you need me to explain that more? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they go to a witch shop or a new age shop, as they like to call it. Mm-hmm. We have a really nice one in Chicago called Alchemy Arts. We do. And there's a little kitty that works there. <laughs> yep. I think it works there. Rings you out. Yeah. Runs the register. Uh Uh-huh. Well, one time I was there and I bought some candles and the cat was sitting next to the register. So basically, yes. Yep. And I pet it and it was so cute. I got my fangs made in that shop when Father Sebastian was in town. Nice. That's his name. Father Sebastian. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. They're awesome fangs. Cool. He told me in the book I bought, I have a good head for fangs. (laughs) Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Well, you are a vampire. Shh. You're immortal. Shh. Oh, sorry. Your secrets. Yes. So they go to the shop, but they try to get Sarah to steal stuff and put things in her bag. She seems really surprised that they're into everything because she's never really been, she's never really followed it or been into it. But the shopkeeper thinks like, oh, you must be a natural witch then. So then she kind of helps her. Sarah buys a book of shadows and then a little book about candles and some candles in general. And then they leave, and they're walking down the streets and giving me some Inland Empire vibes, if you've ever seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snake guy comes back. Yep. Her best friend tries to talk to her. They start running and running and running, and then she runs into a priest who <laughs> says, come back, child, come back to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she keeps running from the snake guy who's chasing her with a snake. Right. And then he's he, got to tell her something. He yeah. remembered something. He's like, I had a dream about you or something. Yeah, there you go. And then she runs across the street, and then he's trying to follow her, and he's in the street. And then all at the same time, all four girls turn around and look, and they're all kind of narrowing their eyes intensely. And then he gets hit by a truck. Yep, and run over. Yeah, his head goes under the wheel. Yep. Yikes. The very good camera thing yeah. they did there with yeah. that dummy. Yeah. Because it was clearly a dummy they ran over. But it's yeah. True. It's still gross. It is gross. So they like run away kind of giggling. <laughs> uh-huh. And they're like, oh my God, we made the car hit him. Oh my God, did you feel it? Oh my God, I totally thought I was going gonna to hit him and then we made it happen. Ah. <laughs> the guy just couldn't turn out of the way because of them. It's all their fault. Yep. So they are just like, we can make things happen. We have all four. of There's all four of us now. Like we're clearly meant to do this together. Right. And she asks, Sarah asks if they worship the devil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they kind of explain their their god air Manon. quote to them mana, which is in their world, everything is mana. They had a great explanation for it. Yeah, if God and the devil were playing football, mana would is be the, the field they played upon, the stadium they played in, uh-huh. the air, the, the sun, sun that's shining, sh- shining down, down, on down upon them. Yeah. yeah, the wind blowing through their hair. Oh, shit. Yep. The toilet water used to flush the <laughs> urine of everything else. <laughs> yep, everything. <laughs> um, but Nancy seems to be most interested in invoking the spirit. Right. Sarah's like, you guys are freaking me out, and then she runs away. Oh, wait, no, not yet. She kind of talks about her... Sorry, I skipped ahead. She kind okay. of talks about her power, because this is like my favorite Sarah line. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like... Sometimes I want it to rain and I'll wish for it and wish for it and then a pipe will burst in my room and it'll just get flooded. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll wish for it to be quiet and I'll be uh-huh. deaf for like... Go deaf for three days three or days, something. Three days, yeah. And Nancy's like, yeah, right. 
She's totally faking. I just like the blooded <laughs> part. It'll just get blooded. Okay. Then she goes home. Then she goes home because they're freaking her out. Right. And then the next night, it seems, or maybe it's the same day. I don't know. Who knows? The next night she's hanging out with Skeet. No, it was the same night. It was the same night. Okay. Yeah, because she was going to go hang with Skeet afterward. Right. Okay. Um, They get their smooch on, but she doesn't want to go any further than that. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, that's cool. And then the next day he's told everyone that she was the lousiest lay he's ever had. Cool. And the girls inform Sarah that, she, that he said the same thing about Nancy. Mm-hmm. Which is why he's an asshole. Odio. Uh, Sarah goes to confront him, and she's clearly very hurt, because she liked him, and he is a piece of shit. He kind of turns it on her when she's like, hey, why are you saying me? Why did you say mm-hmm. those things about me? And he was like, please stop asking me to hang out. Stop. Don't beg me. Right. And then she says, hey, Chris, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> and he says, nah. <laughs> and then Breckenmeyer is going, she's going to cry, and then I'm going to cry, and then we're all going to cry. <laughs> Uh, so then we get to. Some- Sorry about that. Whoa! I hit my Usually I'm the one hitting shit, and then, <laughs> and then I'm knocking stuff over. It's, it's making fine. a mess. It's fine. It's fine. I got too much shit on my table. Then we get some little vignettes about the re- the girls and their separate lives. Mm-hmm. We find out that Rochelle is a diver. Yep. And she has to deal with Laura, who is played by Christine Taylor. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Ben Stiller's wife. Um, and she is a, a huge bitch to her. Uh-huh. Right before Rochelle is going to jump, she, or right, when she does jump, she shouts, she sh- shark. <laughs> she shouts shark. <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Now say that ten times fast. <laughs> My mouth could not do it. She shouts shark. That she is hard. Sh- she shouts shark. That is hard. She shouts. Can't do it. <laughs> she shouts shark. Susie sells seashells on the seashore. Good job. But I can't say she sells sharks. Y'all she yell. S- <laughs> she sells sharks. <laughs> <laughs> she sells sharks. <laughs> Down by the pool. By the pool. So then she sheesh. <laughs> she. Now I'm giggling. Says shark. She shouts shark. Shouts. And then. Why don't you just say she yells shark? No, it's so much it's easier more to fun. Say. Okay. It's more fun to try. That's just what I wrote in my note. That's weird. Before she jumps. So she gets all messed up on her dive and flops in the pool. This seems to be a recurring theme, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's always picking on her. Yeah. And then we're like, they're in the bath, like the locker room getting dressed afterwards, and she calls her. She says she. Oh, there's a, ew, there's a pube in my brush. Yeah. Oh, that's just one of. Rochelle's hairs or whatever. One Rochelle's nappy hairs. Yeah. So she's hella racist, too. I know yep. I was avoiding the racist language on purpose. <laughs> You're not going to be able to later. <laughs> um, or was that at that moment? That was why at do that you, moment yeah. where she says Why do you she do this to me? She's just being racist. With wrong terminology. Yes. Very terrible terminology. <laughs> Rochelle is, I think, half black, maybe? Yep, probably. I think she's half black. We don't see her family. We do not see her family. Let me just see. I don't want to be wrong about that. Rachel True plays Rochelle. That is what I wanted to know earlier. Yep. Yeah. Her mother 
is African American and her father is or African American and Native American and her father is Jewish. Okay. In the movie. In real life. Oh. I was just wondering if she herself was half black. Okay. Gotcha. Just curious. <laughs> anyway, we see that Bonnie has a bunch of scars all over her body, as Skeet had said earlier. We don't really know the origin of them. Mm-hmm. They're just all over her arms and back. And like a little bit up her neck, I think. Yeah, so that's why she is always covering herself up so much. But she's getting some therapy to see if they can minimize them in some way or kind of like help them heal faster. Yep, and it was, uh, oh, it's something they're doing now for other things. It was like needle. It was like tattoo kind of needle therapy. Yeah, but they said the name of it. And they're, oh. like, they're trying it for uh, cancer now. Like it's a real treatment that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's, um, oh, God, I can't remember. I don't rem- I didn't write it down. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, it's just like they're puncturing her scars with like little needles, kind of like she's getting a tattoo almost. Right, but I think they're injecting something. Oh, they're injecting the something? So, yeah. Oh, okay. It's some biologic. I I wish I could remember. Yeah. Send us an email if you know what I'm thinking. (laughs) Sarah sleeping and having nightmares about the time that she slit her wrists. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Bonnie's getting her therapy, and then she screams really loud because it hurts. Mm Mm-hmm. Nancy goes home to her very sad trailer park life. Alcoholic mother. Yeah, her mom's an alcoholic. Her mom's boyfriend is really gross Mm -hmm. and clearly is kind of abusive also. Anyway. Well, we don't see the abusive part till later. No. But he's very dismissive of her. Yeah. The power goes out. Well, he kind of yells at her. He's like, it's the storm, Grace. It's the storm, Grace. That's Is that her name? Grace, yeah. yeah. You didn't pay the bill? What are you doing with the money I give you? <laughs> it's the storm, Grace. That's kind of how Thank it went. You. Yeah. Good job. Sorry, she probably did it more dry. You didn't pay the bill? <laughs> Probably something more like that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, the next day, the girls go on a little field trip. And they look very cute in the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. All gothy in their sunglasses. And Sarah's making funny faces at a little kid that's staring at them. That's Aww, cute, too. That's sweet. Uh, they get off the bus in kind of the middle of nowhere. And the bus driver says, watch out for those weirdos. And then Nancy says, we are the weirdos, mister. Yep. Classic, classic line. Yep. For witches. For witches. (laughs) They have what is more or less an initiation ceremony for their coven, I assume. Right. They do a little... Little ritual. Ritual where they put a drop of blood in some, what I can only assume is Boone's Farm. It was (laughs) wine, though. It was just some wine. (laughs) (laughs) On their budget, probably Boone's Farm for the high school girls. Like, uh, you know, it would be with the blade. It'd be better I rush upon this blade than something blah, blah, blah. Enter the circle with fear in my heart. There you go. How do you enter? Perfect love and perfect trust. And then they I've kiss each other. I've seen it too. I didn't even write that down. I just knew it. And then they kiss each other. <laughs> yep. And then they go on to the next one. Yep. And they do then that they for everybody. Prick their fingers, put some blood into the wine, and then they all drink. To what's the next line, Stephanie? So they all drink the wine while they explain their intentions. Okay. Oh, yeah, what they want to have happen. Yeah, so Rochelle says she drinks upon her, she she drinks of her sisters and asks not to hate those who hate her, especially racist pieces of bleach blonde shit like Laura. Gotcha. 
Sarah asks to love herself more and to allow herself to be loved more by others, like Skeet, Mm -hmm. which she is realizing is very pathetic. Mm -hmm. But she likes him and she's still sad about it. Bonnie asks for the power to be beautiful outside as well as in, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because scars. Scars, yep. And then Nancy asks for all the power of Manol. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, that's it. That's it. And then they drink. She drinks the rest of the wine. Blessed be. As above, so below. Stab yep. with dagger. And then all the butterflies surround mm. them, and it's magical and cute. Yep. And happy times. Because Mano is listening to them. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's so pretty. And then the next day, they're in class, French class, and Skeet starts looking back at Sarah, and he does it a couple times, and... Mm-hmm. Bonnie and Sarah kind of whispering together, like, did he just look at me? Did he do it? Did he? And then, and then they're going to mass, right. as you do. Mm-hmm. And he starts following after her. She and Bonnie are just kind of giggling about it. And Skeet's kind of apprehensive about approaching her. And he's like, uh, you hate me, don't you? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, you know, when you're a guy, and I am, people expect things. <laughs> And she says, did you tell your friends that you're a lying sack of shit? And he says, no, but I will. And then they go to church and he asks if he can sit with her in mass. And then she asks him to hold her books and Bonnie's books and then kind of loads them up like a little pack mule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything puts her purse on top yep. over his head. Over his head, yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of follows after them to their, to their pew. And then he's just kind of standing there staring ahead until she's like, sit. And then he plops down right away. His friends are like, dude, what are you doing? Come sit with us. And he just kind of shrugs and she just, and she like, Sarah pats his leg and she's like, pay attention. And he pays attention. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, he looks forward. And then Bonnie and Sarah just giggling like crazy. So he's under the spell. He's under the spell. And then, uh, Rochelle's like, oh my god, her Sarah's spell is totally working, and Nancy doesn't give a shit. Right. She wants her spell to be working. <laughs> it's such a simple ask. <laughs> All the power of Mano. Yeah. The next, or maybe that night, I keep saying the next day, who knows what the timeline is. It's school, who cares? Mm-hmm. They're having a sleepover at Bonnie's, and they decide to play light as a feather, stiff as a board. They make some fingering jokes, they make some weight jokes. <laughs> yep. Girl stuff. Right. But after much giggling, they put their fingers under Rochelle and then chant, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and slowly lift her up. And then she levitates between all of them. Right, as they pull their fingers away. Yes. And then she's like, guys, this isn't working. And she opens her eyes and she's at eye level with them. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh. How do I get down? <laughs> yeah. How do I get down? They're like, Shh, just keep concentrating. <laughs> um. Did you ever play this game? No. You haven't? No, never. I guess you aren't a girl in a sleepover. That's, well, yeah. <laughs> Probably the first thing that would uh, make me not be in one of those situations. <laughs> we should play it at Halloween. Why is a feather stiff as a uh-huh. board? Okay. We'll lift someone. You lift me, it works. <laughs> <laughs> we get like me, Allie, Kelsey, Caitlin around you. Yep. We'll lift you up. Right. <laughs> it won't be light as a feather. 
We'll make you lie as a feather. I'll be stiff as a board, heavy as a whale. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. But yeah, I used to play it all the time. Grade school, sleepovers, and Ouija boards. So, you know, invoke all sorts of terrible demons, I'm sure. You get enough people around you, it's a doable. No, but it was never that many. Really? It was like this. It was like two or three. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we ever lifted anyone successfully, oh, but we played it. You just did the chant. We okay. played it. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Because that's just what you do mm-hmm. when you're a girl a at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. And you want to dabble in some witchcraft. Yeah. As you do. <laughs> right. Because you're a girl at a sleepover. Uh-huh. And you like goth things. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe other girls didn't do this. I don't know. I did it. But we learn how you get down is your mom breaks into the room and then you fall. Yes. Because everybody loses their concentration. Yes. And then you go, oh, my butt. And then she's like, are you girls getting high? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's just a beautiful montage of them all being best friends. Mm-hmm. And We know how you love your montages. I love my montages. They're watching Bewitched together. They're all cuddled on a big bed or on the floor and on a bed. And, you know typical cute sleepover stuff you know and then a nice slow-mo walking scene of them walking through the school grounds Mm -hmm. and like their outfits here are great but also like so many demerits they're like wearing a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt what's they have the they have the witchy powers stephanie i guess i guess my powers weren't strong enough for me to get past the the demerits the dress code okay I did wear a lot of jokers, though. I did do that. It's okay. I tried my best to get past them. As... It's an accessory. Yeah. Sarah steals some of Laura's hair as she walks by. And she's like, sorry, I thought I saw a bug. And then Laura's like, stupid bitch. Yep. <laughs> it's like so dramatic. It is. <laughs> Laura's so weird. <laughs> um, anyway, she braids the blonde hair into Rochelle's hair as part of her spell. Mm-hmm. While Nancy does some meditation stuff over Bonnie's scarred back. Right. We also learn a bit more about Sarah and that her mom died while she was having her. Mm-hmm. Laura gets out of the pool, says something mean to Rochelle. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, we're at school again. Um, oh, it's because when she was putting the hair in her hair, she goes, nothing will happen as long as she's nice to you. Yes. So yeah, so then as she long as she leaves some, you alone, right. nothing will happen to her. Um, and then Laura gets out of the pool, says, don't hit your head on the board, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then takes off she her... takes her wig cap, or her wig cap, swim cap. <laughs> <laughs> Little cosplay humor there. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> takes her swim cap off and... And a lot of hair comes, comes with, with it. it. Yep. She's got a big, gross bald patch on the back of her head. Mm-hmm. And then because she's not being a bitch to Rochelle, Rochelle is able to perform a perfect dive. And the diving coach is impressed. Yes, he seems very surprised. So clearly this has been a, an issue right. for a long time. So it's like, how did she get on the team? Like, I wonder if she was able to do it without freaking Rochelle there. I don't know. Maybe it's not a team. Maybe it's just an after-school activity that they're doing. But... Maybe they just do diving in gym class. Yeah. Maybe it's just a fun. It's a weird yeah. thing. I didn't have I didn't have a pool in my Catholic school. We had a pool, but we never did anything in it. Yeah, because it was like in the basement. Now, since I've graduated there, they have a a uh, retractable basketball court with a 
pool underneath that in the new addition they added to the school. They closed my school down. Cool. (laughs) Both of my schools. Yeah. My grade school and my high school got closed down. Sweet. Look at what you did. Yep. It's all my fault. (laughs) All my witch curses. Bonnie gets tested at the doctor to see if the procedure she had helped at all. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as the doctor is checking her, she starts smoothing Wiping away. Scars, yeah, yeah, all of her scars are just yeah, disappearing. Like She's scraping them off. It's very satisfying. That's like a really satisfying scene to me. Yeah. But I also want it to like continue so I see it all get scraped off. It's like a weird OCD thing that it's just like very... Com- yeah, there is a little it's bit like left a weird cleaning thing yeah. that's like kind of relaxing to watch her like wipe away the... Gene therapy. Tissue. Gene therapy? That's what it oh, was. Okay. Um, it was a new procedure, and they were in testing, so obviously she got approval for doing uh, the clinical trials. Yeah. But yeah, so all of her scars are smoothed away, and then she comes to class the next morning looking hot AF. Mm-hmm. She is just showing her bod off, has her hair pulled back. Sleeveless shirt. She's feeling herself. Yeah. All the guys are like, hi, Bonnie. Like, mm-hmm. they're very like, ooh la la. <laughs> And then, so then they're all kind of, like, giggling at, on the lawn together. Like, oh, you look so beautiful. Oh, my God. And then Nancy kind of stomps away, annoyed. And they're like, what's wrong with her? And Rochelle says, I don't know. I think she just doesn't want to be white trash anymore. <laughs> and I told her, you're white, honey. Just deal with it. <laughs> but really, she's mad because her very simple spell is yeah, not working. The most simple of them all. So, and I think that part of it is because of Sarah. Like, I feel like Sarah is making a lot of this stuff happen for them. Yeah. Because I think she's the one that has the real, like, power in the group. Okay. And I feel like she wasn't actively trying to make Nancy invoke the spirit. It's true. Because, <laughs> like, for the other things, like, she, you know, she braided the hair into Rochelle's hair. She made her the love spell work. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, she didn't really do, I don't know if she did anything for Bonnie specifically, but she was present. She know. may have coached. She may have coached through. Yeah. They were in her home while they were doing it by the fire. So I don't know. Nancy didn't, Nancy didn't ask for help, maybe. Yeah. Nobody was helping her out. Yeah. So she didn't get any of, she didn't get what she wanted because right. she's selfish and power hungry. When, will they help her later when they call? They do help her later, but I'm just saying, like, right now, you know, that's just my interpretation. It's a good one. I like it. I will accept it. Thanks. You're welcome. Now that I've thought more deeply about this movie because of doing all of this, Nancy is at home praying and meditating at her mono art altar. Right. She goes into the main room after a shower and is only wearing, like, a silk robe. And her mom's boyfriend says something really gross to her about being able to see through it. Mm-hmm. Gross. Just, like, leave me alone. Yeah. And then he says something gross about her dad. And her mom uh, smacks him in the head, kind of. Not, like, smack, but she just is kind of like, hey, now. Right. Kind of like a... And then he gets kind of violent. And then he gets... Yeah. Then he grabs her arm, pushes her down on the couch, and threatens to backhand her. Mm-hmm. And her mom's terrified, and Nancy just screams, stop. And then the microwave explodes, and like the kitchen is kind of like lights flickering. And, and a fire. And on fire, yes. Yep. And so her mom rushes to go stop the fire, 
And then she just stares the boyfriend guy down. And then he starts to have a heart attack. Yep. And he is rushed to the hospital. And Nancy just keeps on staring. Mm-hmm. And then he's dead. Yep. <laughs> Boom dead. Boom dead. It's like one minute long scene. Heart attack. Hospital. Ambulance. <laughs> dead. dead. Um, and then they get, they find out he had like a life insurance policy, right? Yep. And then <laughs> for like a hundred and fifty thousand, which is not that much. It really isn't, but maybe back then it was more. I guess more than they've ever had because they were very excited about that. They were very, well. They live in a trailer park, so yes, most likely very excited. Sorry, I was looking at what year this movie was. Nineteen ninety six. There you go. Probably wasn't that much then. Wow, little eight year old me just loved this movie. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have watched it. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Nothing bad really happens. No, not really. It was just very influential. And two people have died now because of witchcraft. That's fine. You know. They were garbage people. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't know about Snake Man. We don't know about Snake Man. He was probably just mentally ill or something. Probably. He was probably just harmless Snake Man. Yep. But, you know, he scared them. He threatened them. Anyway, they go visit Nancy at her and her mom at their nice new apartment. And everyone's dressed really cute in this scene. Just wanted mm-hmm. to point it out. They got some cute 90s outfits on. Good pointing out. They decide. So her mom is very excited. She's spent a lot of money on a jukebox. Mm-hmm. Jukebox? Jukebox, yeah. Sounds weird. That only has records by? Connie Francis? I think so, yep. And then she bought like some fancy couch. It's, yeah, clearly not saving the money. Nope. Wonder <laughs> but, how they're going to pay that rent later. Yeah. Good luck with that, lady. <laughs> Then they go to her room. There's a funny moment where her mom is like blabbing on and on. Nancy's behind her and like pretends to shoot her with a shotgun. <laughs> you just like gotta watch the background as it's happening. I have never caught that. It's I'm really have to funny. Watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> she just is like. Goes, she's trying to be one of the girls. Yeah. You know, nobody wants your mom. It's not cool. Moms are not supposed to be one of the girls. Yeah, not when you're like 16 or however old they're supposed to be. Right. This movie. Younger than they actually look. <laughs> sure. Because it's a movie about high schoolers. Yes. <laughs> no one is ever actually 16. 16 or 17 if they were seniors. Yeah. Maybe 18 if you happen to be one of those people that uh, were after the cutoff and you had to be a year older to be in school. Yeah. Well, if they were seniors, they would be 17 and 18. Right. But I turned 18 when I was a senior. I turned 18 my first year in college. Oh, little baby. I know. I didn't get to drive until senior year because I didn't turn 16 (laughs) (laughs) until senior year. That's so weird. Isn't it? That's super weird. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's just how awesome I am. You're very awesome. They decide that they want to try some spells and they decide to try a glamour. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and then it's magically nighttime. (laughs) Yep. Well, then, you know. They I guess they had to prep. First, yeah. yeah, they had to prep, get the spell ready. That was their whole day, and so Sarah does the little chant, and then she changes her eye color from green to brown. They don't really notice; they can't really tell much of a difference, right? So they're like, Not "No, impressed. we want something bigger." So then she does the spell again, and then she brushes her hands over her hair, and then it's bleach blonde instead of <laughs> light brown. Yep. Uh, they're very impressed by that, and they even like touch it and see that it's yep. and real. Joking about how it's so much easier than coloring your hair. Yeah, so much easier than going to a salon. Uh, and then she just kind of shakes her head, and it goes away. 
And then so they're all very excited about the glamour and they want different things like, oh, make me a blonde or I want a smaller ass. (laughs) From the girl that has the smallest one of them all. I know, right? Come on, Feruza. Your ass is very nice and tiny. (laughs) Sarah's in bed. And then she hears Skeet calling for her in the middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. So she goes out onto her balcony and sees him down below calling for her. And he's like, I was thinking maybe we could move in together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's like, I can't stop thinking about you. And I don't know why, but I think I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, I'm going to go back to sleep. Bye. <laughs> and I, then like, her... I liked his I never loved anyone before. I've never. Oh, yeah. He's like, or, well, maybe my mom or, or that cute puppy I had when I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. He's very innocent and clearly just under the spell. Uh, Sarah just goes back to her room and then her dad chases him away. Or he's like, can I help you? And he says, no, no one can help me. <laughs> Oh, those little quick one-liners. People under love spells are dangerous. Do you remember that episode of Buffy? Where Xander and Cordelia break up, and then Xander performs a love spell to try to get her back, but instead of... So he, like, stole her necklace Mm -hmm. to, like, make it so the spell would affect her, but the spell actually protected her. Like, the necklace protected Cordelia only. Okay. And the entire town, all the women in Sunnydale were in love with Xander. <laughs> that sounds pretty dangerous. And then they became murderous, even the vampires. So, like, Drusilla was, like, trying to make him a vampire. And, like, she was in love with him and, like, protected him from evil angel. That's a spell gone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's very funny. And, of course, like, Cordelia's the only one that can protect him because... She's the only one not trying to murder him. Right. It's very funny. Anyway, that's what it reminded me of. People, because, you know, things escalate, obviously. So. Yes. Love spells are dangerous. You don't feed that hunger, things are going to happen. Thus, that's the way of magic. <laughs> Indeed. As we will learn next. Yes. I noticed that when I talk a lot in these podcasts, I start to get hoarse after a while. I could. I was like really hoarse the next day after our Mulholland Drive one because <laughs> I was talking for like two hours straight. You were. Uh, and doing weird voices. So they go to the magic shop the next day and Sarah wants to know if she can undo a love spell. But the clerk says she just has to let it run its course. Right. And they ask her that she has this like weird curtained off room and they keep asking her what's behind the veil. Like, ooh, is it black magic? Mm-hmm. And she gives them a little lesson. Which is that true magic is neither black nor white. It's both because nature is both. Loving and cruel all at the same time. The only good or bad is is at the heart of the witch. Which is kind of the theme of this movie, I would think. Yes. And then she says that whatever you send out, you get back times three. Which is kind of just the basic rule of life. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I don't understand how none of them had ever heard this before. It is literally, like, the first line of every single witch book that exists. They just wanted, you know, to do what they wanted to do. I guess. Um, it still baffles me, because it's literally in, like, every witch book ever that exists. I trust you. You've read them. I have. Nancy buys a book about invoking the spirit. So, you know, that's because that's all she wants in life, to invoke the spirit. And buys it. And actually buys it, because she's got money now. Yeah, and the shop owner... Uh, has known they've been stealing the whole time uh-huh. and was surprised. 
Yes. So then they go to the beach with a really good song. You are stricken by the weakness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it goes. Okay. They each have an animal with them because they're doing a big old spell to call the corners on the beach. Right. So they have a fish, a snake, a bird, butterfly, and a butterfly. I have some more. Oh, fuck. I have some more info about that later. Cool. Should have put it up here. Anyway. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the north, etc., etc., by the powers. Right. Hear us. They do all that and aid us in your magical working on this May's Eve. There's the time. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> I'm not even, I didn't write this down. I'm literally just remembering it because I'm insane. <laughs> Good job. Give and us then... your power. Give us your glory. We pray of thee. We yep. invoke thee. Yes. And then she screams, Mad off on me. And yep. then she gets electrocuted. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then they all wake up the next morning. Yep. On the beach. There's a bunch of dead sharks and whales all. Well, scared. first they're all looking out to the water because. Oh, yes. Uh, what's her name? Nancy. Nancy's walking on water, literally. Jesus. Yep. And then they hear a commotion on the other side, the huge boulder that they were behind. And then there's all the sharks that washed up on shore. Yeah, they're all dead. And all facing the same direction. It's very creepy. Yeah, there's like policemen there to like figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Nancy's just like, these are my gifts. Yep. She cray cray. She is cray cray. Um, and then they're in a car driving home, I assume. Yep. Uh, Sarah's kind of being a little judgmental now. Mm-hmm. The friendship is breaking up and I'm not into it. So you're not a fan of this because you feel like there's no reason for the friendship to be falling apart already? Yeah, it makes me sad. Okay. I'm I just, just want them all to, I just want the rest of the movie just them bewitching people and just be witches together. Okay. And more sleepovers. I was just curious why you don't like the apprehension <laughs> to this coven. No, I just want the, I just, I just want it to be girl power and they just unite and then they just take over the fucking world with their invoking spirits and shit gotcha but that's not what happens no sarah's being a little judgy nancy is being a little crazy bonnie and rochelle seem kind of drunk i don't know it's just they're just a mess (laughs) it's just a hot mess nancy's paranoid running red lights to test them to see if they'll turn green at the last second she almost crashes the car well i think she's changing them yes as she's going i just thought she was not changing them i thought she was just testing the fates because she knew they would change huh i thought maybe well because the first time she she goes what color is that light red what's that mean stop and she's like nah and then it changes green at the last moment Mm. i think she was doing the spells because now she has the power of manon she does have the power of manon i guess yeah that's how i read it that's cool that is like one that's i mean i can read it that way too in my opinion, it was just like the world was hers now, so it was just changing for her. Interesting. Or something. Like, she was just like, I don't need to follow the rules because the rules are follow me. Uh, I don't interesting. know. The reason I thought it was spells because the last time she doesn't change it. Yeah. When she's having her little, oh, you're scared, and, you know. But then she speeds up. Because, so, like, the reason that I didn't, that's why I didn't think she was doing it on purpose is that she was speeding up, and so she was getting ahead of the, like, fate of the spell i don't know of the light changing right. she's testing the fate too much 
Maybe. So then it didn't change for her. I don't know. Either one. Right. Either way works, I guess. But anyway, continuing. So then the ne- then at school, Laura is crying in the bathroom. She's like sitting in the shower. She's pretty much almost bald now. Yes. I do not feel bad for her. I don't know if they're trying to make me feel bad. I don't feel bad. Oh, uh, you shouldn't. She's a racist piece of shit. Well, was. Well, I guess she still... still is. Yeah. A little later, we find out that things may have changed. I don't think so. <laughs> Sarah goes for a drive with Skeet. She's finally given in to his incessant <laughs> bugging of her. Right. She thought they were going to go to like a date, but instead he just like kind of takes her to the side of the road. Kind of looks like Mulholland Drive. Just saying. Interesting. Um, it is filmed in LA, so you never know. He wants to give her a massage, and she's just like, don't touch me. And he's just like, well, now that I have you, I'm not letting go. Right. And then she pushes him off and gets out of the car. And then he chases her down, and she's scared now. He flips her over, and he holds down her arms, and we hear his pants being unbuckled. He's basically trying to rape her. Yeah. And then she knees him in the groin and runs up the hill and runs away through the trees. Right. And ends up at whose house? Rochelle's, maybe? I think you're right. Rochelle's house, yeah. So... There's a, I guess they were going to go for a drive, then they were going to go to a party together. Right. Because then there's a party that they're going to. Mm-hmm. And Nancy is looking extra cracked out and very gothy at the same time. <laughs> she's, I don't know, I'm really into her outfit here. I'm really into her makeup. I'm really into her whole look she's got going. Right. She looks cute. But now she's getting a little intense. But she's extra intense. So she's just like, where would he be? And so she decides to go to the party. But she has such a good entrance. Like, her just, like, walking down the driveway with, like, the music playing in the background is very badass. I just enjoy it. She arrived. And now we're finally getting to the seeing double part. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) An hour and a half in. uh, Skeet sees Nancy comes in and he's like, is Sarah with you? And... She just is like, come with me. She mm-hmm. crooks her finger at him. Yep. He follows her up the stairs to a bedroom. He's been drinking a lot of beer. Clearly wasted. Yeah. Nancy crawls on him and tries to smooch him a little bit, but he pushes her off. And then she lands on the floor and is very upset. Mm-hmm. And then she has an idea and she runs her hands over her face. And then suddenly she looks like Sarah. And does a little, uh-huh. and shakes her hair out yeah and he's confused he's very confused and then she's like surprised he's just like what the fuck and she's yeah and she's like surprise then she asks her to make love to him her him she asks him to make love with her yes to her (laughs) yes exactly however you use that terminology and then they smooch a lot He's just very into it. He doesn't know he's under a love spell. He's drunk. He's just going for it. And she's glamoring him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he sees Sarah instead of Nancy. The other three girls show up to the party trying to find Nancy. This is when Laura attempts to be a decent human and says hi to Rochelle, but I don't think right. she's a decent human. And then Sarah runs up to the room and sees Nancy and skeet making out hardcore and then skeet looks down to see that oh it's really nancy the whole time yep he's like you're a witch 
And she's like, whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> it's like not an insult to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, she's a witch too. That's the only reason you're in love with her is because she cast a love spell on you. Sad but true. <laughs> yep. He just tells Nancy that she's jealous. And then Nancy gets real mad. She, she does. She gets up. She starts floating towards him on the tips of her toes or dragging across the floor. I know. It's great. It is really good. It's a really good witch, witchy scene. Uh, she's kind of backing him towards the window as she's just like, you don't even exist to me. You're shit. You're nothing. Whatever. She just goes on a rant and then he's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yep. And she just like, oh, he's sorry. And then she just starts saying he's sorry over and over again and screaming. And going back and forth. At least yeah. that's what the, the camera's doing. Yeah. But it looks like she's moving back and forth. So in her yeah, and anger, her head she's... is like spiraling all crazy. And then she just screams and screams. And then one final scream and the doors blow open. Like the, the French balcony doors blow open. And then he flies out the window. And, and falls to his death. Yeah. Last scene we see of Skeet is Skeet seeing bricks come at his face. <laughs> and then someone... The, camera, the view is from his eyes. Yes. <laughs> and then someone just belatedly... Ah! Yep. <laughs> you hear like a scream in the distance. Yep. Suki, such a little... We're not paying enough attention to her and yeah. she's upset about this. So Sarah's very upset. She just wanted him to like her. She didn't want him to die, et cetera, et cetera. Right. She tries to do a binding spell on Nancy, but Nancy is far too powerful, so it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah has a dream that Bonnie, Nancy, and Rochelle all fly into her bedroom and start trying to choke her in her sleep. <laughs> so the next day at school, she's just kind of an anxiety bomb. Right. And then she's hiding in the bathroom, but they use magic to open the stall door. They're like so witchy. Like their outfits are so good. Uh -huh. Again, so many demerits. I know. But their outfits are so good. Maybe they didn't have to get the demerits because of their powers. Maybe. Maybe they bewitched the. Maybe we're seeing what they really look like, but in the reality, they're glamoring. They were the whole glamoring school. their uniforms. Yeah. I should have done that. See, you missed out. Missed Stephanie. opportunity. I feel like it would take a lot of like mental effort to glamour every day for that long. Yeah, for so long. It probably would. Sarah says she doesn't want to leave. She says like she well she says she doesn't want to leave the circle. But then she's like, fine, I do want to leave, because Nancy's just like, I can. You're thinking it. You don't need to say it. So mm -hmm. she's like reading her mind. So she's like, fine, I want to leave. Just let me go. Like leave me alone. And Nancy says, you know, in the old days, if a witch betrayed her coven, they would kill her. <laughs> well, that was after she said, and please, please don't do any more spells on me, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is when she starts getting scary. Yes, Nancy's <laughs> little. Well, I feel like her killing Skeet was pretty scary, but it was like also badass a little bit. Yeah, but right now she's just, you see the drunk with power. and Yeah, she's very drunk with power. So now there's been three kills, three murders. Yep. Snake Man, her mother's boyfriend, and now Skeet. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah doesn't know what to do, so she goes to the magic shop for help. The woman hugs her and takes her into her, takes her behind the veil. Well, she takes her behind the veil because while she's explaining what's going on, a gust of wind comes from the veil, which must be the sign that uh, this yes. one's worthy. She can come into the protective shield. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't turn my notifications off. 
I see. Sarah's or not Sarah. Stacy is what it's Stacy's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Stacy. Happy birthday, Stacy. She's watching Hi I Met Your Mother and she said Ted could be improved if he just cut his stupid fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> True. So she tells she takes her into the magic room as they step over the threshold of the pentagram. It kind of like a protective barrier kind of goes around them that mm-hmm. we see. She tells her that in order to to like protect herself, she has to invoke the spirit. But Sarah's apprehensive because it clearly made Nancy crazy. Right. And Nancy, see, and as they start to do the chant, the hail to the guardians, uh, Nancy seems to sense it. And we just hear her maniacal laughter as like a big explosion comes through the shop, but doesn't seem to actually damage anything. No. It seems like it was just another glamour, another glamour to scare them. So Sarah's scared and runs back to her house. And now the witch off begins. Sorry, I'm over here petting this here cat. Okay. She she gets home. Uh, nobody's home. She answers a phone call from Nancy, who says her dad and stepmom flew back to San Francisco because they thought she ran away. And to you know enhance this elaborate story, There's she has like flight number and stuff written next to the yeah. airline in the in the phone book. What are those? Right. <laughs> and then she's like, "There was an accident. You got to turn your TV on. It's everywhere." And then we see. This big plane crash, and it's the same, it's the flight, same flight number. number. Sarah starts to freak out, having a panic attack. Tries to leave the house. The lights flash, and then snakes start appearing everywhere. And then there's lizards and rats and tarantulas and scorpions and maggots and worms and roaches mm-hmm. and crickets. Like every creature under the sun that would kind of creep you out to be filling your house is there she's just like running through her house every room is just covered in a various creature (laughs) of some sort yep they're coming out of the grates they're coming up through the toilet yeah coming through the faucet snakes are falling from the ceiling yep snakes are all over the outside of the house bunched up against the glass yeah like there's a big python coiled around her staircase yep banister in her house the maggots coming out of the grates is in the toilet is really gross. Like uh-huh. I can deal with everything else. I feel like that's just, the maggots. That's just real gross. Maybe not the scorpions out of the bathroom sink. I wouldn't say terrible. they're maggots. They're probably more like mealworms. Uh, mealworms, yeah. Yeah, they're gross. Way too big to be maggots. Yeah, true. I just didn't know what they were called, so I wrote maggots. But yes, you are correct. Sarah goes to hide in the shower because there doesn't seem to be any things in there. Mm-hmm. And then Nancy pops in and goes, "Gotcha," <laughs> and then everything is normal again. Tells her how pathetic she is. Yes, tells her she should kill herself. Cool. Cool, Nancy. She leaves the bathroom and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Goes downstairs to see Nancy and Bonnie and Rochelle. Right. They kind of float around to be extra witchy. Yep, they all just float up in the air. Mm-hmm. Their outfits are really good again. They are. They got real good outfits. I'm really into their fashion. 90s <laughs> witch fashion. I feel like that's my aesthetic. Cool. They tell her that she's going to kill herself tonight. And they even have drafted a fake suicide note, which mm-hmm. just says, I killed Chris, I'm sorry. Yep. Which is what Skeet Ulrich's name was. Right. In her handwriting. And then they, <laughs> they just start chanting, now is the end, let her go in peace, which just makes me laugh. Because it's like, <laughs> you can't just chant things and make it a spell. <laughs> like, <laughs> but when you have Manon. I guess. It's just really funny. It's like, now it's time for our force our friend to kill herself chant. Now is the end. Let her go in peace. Uh, it's just funny to me. And then Nancy tricks her to reveal her wrists. Yes. 
and by then, saying, "What's going on with your scars?" And then she slashes her wrists, and then she starts bleeding everywhere. She runs upstairs to get a towel and is just screaming and crying because she doesn't know what to do. And mm-hmm. then you can hear Nancy downstairs making fun of her. Right. <laughs> going, oh, my God. <laughs> it's really funny. She's such a little stinker. Rochelle and Bonnie go upstairs to check on her at Nancy's behest. Right. Order. Yeah. <laughs> it would called a It's true. She sticks a knife in their face and yeah. says, go to him. <laughs> Uh, Sarah is starting to invoke the spirit, so she's getting a little bit more juiced up. Mm-hmm. She says, by the power of three times three, let them see. And then as they're walking up the stairs, they, they look in the mirror, mirror and see Rochelle has like has a big bald patch on her head and Bonnie's covered in scars again. Yep. So they get freaked out and run, run away. away. Yep. She continues to invoke the spirit, gets it all up in there. <laughs> Her her cuts heal. Yes. All the photos around her turn to like a stormy sky. Mm-hmm. So. So Nancy has to go up and check on her herself. God damn it. Yeah. She's looking for her and then she's standing by this full length mirror and then Sarah reaches through the mirror and taps her shoulder. It's a good joke. Yeah. It's a good prank. A little good witchy prank. Uh-huh. And then Nancy's startled and Sarah steps through. She tells Nancy that Menel, Man, Mano, whatever the fuck's name Mano. is. Mano. Told Sarah that Nancy's abused her power and she's in deep shit. Mm-hmm. And now she's got to pay the price. While she's talking, Nancy sees some bugs starting to crawl over her. She's getting a little itchy. Mm-hmm. There's some crickets, roaches, I don't know, things crawling all over her clothes and boots. Mm-hmm. And then her fingers turn into snakes. I know. So cool. And then she falls backwards screaming as she's just like covered in bugs and snakes. And it's crazy. She's just like. Ah. And, and then, then they all go away. They go away. Because it was a glamour. Yeah. Just a joke. Yeah. Sarah's like, relax. It's just magic. Suki's <laughs> like very active. Yeah. I don't know what her deal is. Sarah attempts to do her binding spell again. And Nancy's like, I'm sorry. I'm a little crazy. Just wait a second. And then she flips her shit <laughs> yep. and starts attacking her. They like fly across the room and start, she just starts like stabbing her over and over again with her dagger. But Sarah doesn't seem to be injured at all. Things are just like, there's just like a big wind f- flying through the air. I don't know. Suki, what are you doing? She's being a butt. Suki. <laughs> Stop being a butt. Just rela- relax. What's the matter with you? Relax. <laughs> Relax. It's <laughs> funny. It's all hyper. Um, so things are flying everywhere, and then a big dresser starts to fly at them, and Nancy moves out of the way in time, but it seems to crush Sarah into the wall. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nancy like, needs to see her dead body. Yes, to confirm. She's got that bloodlust. She does. So she moves the dress her out of the way and a bunch of clothes and papers and then we see her school uniform laid perfectly flat perfectly out yeah against where she was and nancy's like tricky tricky she gets it she knows what's going on uh-huh so she gets her dagger and she's getting ready to stab her for reals but then sarah like comes back into her body or like fills the clothes That's or right. whatever the fuck she did 
and then kicks her away. Yeah, kicks her across the room. She crashes into a big old mirror. And then finally, she completes her binding spell. Mm-hmm. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm. Harm against other people and harm against, harm yourself. against yourself. Now now that makes sense at the end. I always wondered where those scars on her face were from. Oh. And it's the broken mirror. Yeah, the broken mirror. Mm-hmm. I had to hear that being said for me to realize that those two were connected. Yeah. Now it's a sunny day. Rochelle and Bonnie visit Sarah to see how she is and to apologize. Mm-hmm. They say, we, we feel really bad about, she's like, trying to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> um, then we see her dad. It's clearly fine. They tell her that it was just a glamour, just a big joke, the plane right. crash. She's just like, funny. Mm-hmm. The sarcasm is just so good. Yeah, she's got some good sarcasm going on. They don't have any powers anymore, and so they're wondering if Sarah does. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's just like, or they're like, if you, so if you ever just want to like call the corners or just hang out, she says, okay, hold your breath until I call. <laughs> and they kind of joke about, she probably doesn't have any powers anyway. <laughs> Sarah turns around and her wind starts to blow back. And then you hear, never going to make you, uh, whatever the words are. I don't even know. Never going to give you up. Thank you. <laughs> and then lightning cracks. Yep. Like a storm just appears. It was like bright and sunny. Nowhere. And now it's a big storm. It's a branch at a tree over them and the branch falls and they just jump out of the way. Yeah. And, say, and she says, careful, you don't want to end up like Nancy. <laughs> and then we see Nancy tied to a bed, screaming. Mm-hmm. In a padded room. Yep. She is cray cray. Yep. Minot's in me. I... <laughs> He gave me all his power. Yeah. Blah, 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 they try blah, to like blah. inject her with some medicine to calm her down. And she, the doctor's like, I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm giving you, but it's not the power or something yep. like that. And then she, we just get this crazy. I can fly. Mini montage of her screaming and I'm saying flying. she's flying. And I'm flying and her face is all covered in cuts, The mirror cuts. The mirror cuts. Yeah. And she's just, yeah. And then credits. That's her life now, I guess. <laughs> yep. She took this, she invoked the spirit and took it to a dark place. And so got now, punished. So now she's crazy. Yep. The end. Yay. What fun facts do you have for us this week? So many. You're Next. probably going to start with the obvious one, right? What? The wig. Z- oh, yeah. That one's not, that one wasn't my first one. But oh. yes. Yeah. Robin Tunney's wearing a wig this whole movie because she had just Shh. shaved her head for Empire Records. Yep. I feel like it's a really nice looking wig. The, the lace front, like the application is really well done. Yeah, it was really good. There were only a couple scenes where it looked really fake, but other yeah, than that, I think it's overall part. very good. So good job, wig department in the 90s. Should have, maybe Game of Thrones should have hired you, person. <laughs> Sometimes their <laughs> wigs are not great, <laughs> especially early seasons. Before they had all the money in the world. Yes. They had uh, an actual, they had a Dianic elder priestess named. Pat Devin uh, working on the film as a technical advisor. And so everything they're doing is proper Wiccan rituals. Oh, cool. Also, Nancy or Fruza Bulk is actually a, a practicing Wicca. So she was doing like that. So she was very much drawn to the film. Mm-hmm. And she later bought the occult store Panpipes Magical Marketplace that she, fre- that she frequented while she was doing her research for the role. Oh, sweet. So that's Is that cute. the store they use in the movie? I don't think so. I think that wasn't a real witch store. I think okay. they like I think I wrote it was about a set. That. Yeah, I think it was a set. 
as always with American films set in high school, the students were much older. Mm-hmm. They were all, all the girls, Faruza, Nev Campbell, and Robin Tunney were all in their early 20s, but Rachel True was in fact 30 years old, or nearly 30, when she was playing Rochelle. Wow. Looks good. Yeah, she looks very good. So, you know, like in The Exorcist, there's like weird shit that happened when they made that movie where like mm-hmm. people got died, like people mysteriously died and stuff. Right. The crew had to return to location to, the, oh, sorry, the beach when they did the beach scene. Uh, the crew had to return to that location a second time to complete filming because it was interrupted by several weird occurrences that even caused the witch consultant to raise an eyebrow. <laughs> As the, fog, as the fog rolled in at midnight, the four actresses used actual Wiccan rites and languages to invoke powerful forces. Uh-huh. Then as Fruza Bulk attempts to invoke Manal, a flock of bats hovered over the set and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing all of the candles. Witchcraft consultant recalls that Manal, a fictitious creation for the film, sounds very close to... I'm not a butcher. I'm going to butcher this. Manana. <laughs> Banana <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, the Gaelic god of the sea. M A N A N A N. How do you say it? I don't know how. Do it again. She says, luckily, we weren't all swept to sea. Uh, the director said every time the girls started the ceremony, and only when they would start the ceremony, the waves would start coming up tremendously fast pounding heavily then right when nancy says her line mano fill me right at that exact moment we lost power it was very strange Ooh, spoopy they are wiccans all of them yeah they're a coven now that's why their careers are so good there was supposed to be a sequel intended to focus solely on nancy uh-huh. but despite the original's slow burning success it never got off the ground the project never got off the ground probably because it was slow burning yeah i feel like it was it's more of a cult classic like people love it more now than they did back then i would think though if the movie's not doing awesome in the box office first weekend you're not going to uh see additional films right although the cockroach on feruza buck's face in the film was fake the thousands of snakes rats and other roaches around sarah's house were all real one scene involved using more than 3,000 snakes, including pythons, boas, water snakes, garter snakes, rat snakes, and a 10-foot Amazon constrictor. That was the banister snake. What? That, that the was banister? the banister yeah. snake. The shots of Nancy being covered in bugs were created by wrapping a life cast of Fruza Bulk's head and torso in green screen material. Mm-hmm. The bugs were filmed crawling all over the casting and then digitally composited on top of a live-action plate of Fruza. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Nev Campbell went on to front one of the most iconic horror franchises of all time, as we know, Sydney in Scream. There you go. She initially had concerns about starring in another horror movie so soon after the craft, but wisely decided otherwise. And as you also may know, Skeet Ulrich is also in that movie. Yep. He's a bad guy in that one, too. He, he lasts a little bit longer, though. Yeah, does he? gets real bloody though <laughs> spoiler he is the scream guy oh so he's just the guy that goes ah yeah him and the movie. matthew lillard they're the bad guys ah! the scream. <laughs> this is hilarious to me 
Despite the lack of sex, violence, and swearing, the F word is used only once, the craft was given an, an R rating because censors dictate that any film focusing on witchcraft is automatically given an R rating. Ooh, that is interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there's that only one, that one scene with the F-bomb. Yep. When, when is it? When does she say it? When he says, oh, please, you. yeah. That's right. Please stop hey, begging. Hey, Chris, fuck you. It's a good one. I thought maybe it would have gotten the R rating because of all the violent sort of content. You know, the slit wrists, the guy getting run over by yeah. the truck. Nope, Skeet. witchcraft is worse than violence and sex. Skeet falling out of the window and falling to his death. We didn't really see him die, though. I know, but it was implied. Don't you know, witchcraft is worse than violence and sex. Didn't know that. The Katy Perry song Dark Horse is inspired by the craft. Cool. <laughs> Fun fact. It's a good song. And yeah, in the scene when the girls go to the beach, Rochelle carries a clownfish. Her hobby is diving and the pool is featured. Okay. Where her bullet in the pool. Oh yeah, sorry. Never mind. Forget that part. Her hobby is diving. Fish. Right. There you go. Bonnie carries a butterfly. Represents her inner beauty. Mm-hmm. Sarah carries a... Was it a bird or a bat? It's a bird. Okay. A b- budgeriger. Okay. Budgeriger. Okay. Also referred to as a lovebird. Okay. <laughs> I could have just oh, said for her a lovebird. Love. Okay. Because, you know, Chris. Love, yeah. Um, and Nancy carries a snake, which, you know, rebirth and renewal because mm-hmm. Nancy wanted a better life, but then also wanted to invoke the spirit. Right. Okay. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but mirrors are kind of a repeating motif in the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, after Rochelle sees Laura crying in the bathroom, there's this moment where she's standing by a mirror and she like looks off to the side and then the mirror does it like two seconds second later, later yep. which is interesting. Delayed. Sarah uses a mirror to stop Bonnie and Rochelle from checking on her. Mm-hmm. And then she also uses a mirror to, to hide on. from Nancy. Yep. yep. And then she also sends Nancy flying into a mirror and... That shatters, finally. Mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. How many mirrors? Those mirrors. Seeing double, right? Yep. (laughs) Ah. I did it again. So, yeah. What is our seeing double count? It is one. Well, two, I guess Mm -hmm. we say when it's one person. It is the real person and the illusion person. Exactly. The glamoured person. The glamoured person. Yeah, this one is a little different because it's a glamour this time. Yeah a spell but hey it worked it did work it allows us allowed us to do this during spoopy month yes thank you the craft i will always <laughs> happily watch this movie anytime but and now you can <laughs> it was fun to it was fun to think about it in depth and read all the fun facts cool <laughs> excuse so me so i think that's going to do it for us this week mm-hmm. as always you can find us on itunes google play spotify wherever you get podcasts please rate and review us so that people can find the show uh you can follow us on twitter at c double pod if you like the show please tweet it out so other people can find it Uh, you can always you know send us a message on twitter as well if you have an idea or would like us to cover a certain movie tv show book video game whatever you can email us if twitter's not long enough you can email us (laughs) at c double podcast at gmail.com you can follow Steph on Steph plus Verb at Instagram. <laughs> you got those words mixed up. You can f- <laughs> follow Steph at Steph plus Verb on, on Instagram. Instagram. 
that was good. I liked the the first one at yeah. Instagram on on Steph was from at Instagram. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, you know, can't always get them all right. Mm-hmm. And until next time, I'm Stephanie Kretz. and I'm Bradford Both. Thank you for listening. Hail to the Guardians. The Washington of the East, the West, the North, and the South. Goodbye. <laughs>